Welcome, guys, to the first episode of the Powerhouse Mentality. Now, forgive me if the audio is a little bit, well, terrible, or if I jumble with my words a bit. This is my first time doing anything like this, but my goal with this podcast and my mission in life is to be able to help and educate as many people as possible on how they can realize that they are truly limitless because everybody sets a ceiling to their success. I used to, until I realized one day that I'm capable of so much more. Today's episode, I want to just focus on one part of my story. A part of my story that if you follow me on any of my social media platforms, then you know that one of the biggest things in my life is being able to overcome my eating disorder. So I wanted to take some time today to give you guys a little bit about that dark time in my life. I hope you enjoy it. Please let me know what else you guys want to see from the podcast, and I'm excited to get this started, but let's get into it. I thought I was fine. I was a tomboy. I wasn't thin. I wasn't really athletic, but I was a really quiet child, super introverted, which if you guys know me now, you're probably confused to to that because I'm definitely not like that anymore. Uh, But I never had a problem with who I was until the people at school started to point out my flaws. Then slowly I started to hate myself. I was only 15. So at that point, I had just moved to North Carolina and started my eighth grade year. I was the new kid in a school where everybody knew each other because it was eighth grade. We were graduating. And I knew nobody. So at that point in my life, I thought, well, you know what? Let me do something. I decided to start running and I decided to start cleaning up my diet. And I fell in love with the lifestyle and I really started to love myself again. I lost weight. I felt good. And I was just happy. Then I got really sick. Now we're fast forwarding a couple years to my junior year of high school where I got really sick. I started to deal with a lot of stomach issues. I couldn't even function. I couldn't even work out. I could barely go to school most days because of how much pain I was in. Cramping, uh, all, all the good stuff when it comes to gut issues. I'll let you guys I'll paint a picture in your head there. Uh, but I ended up losing 30 pounds because the only thing that I could eat was baguette bread and baked Lay's. Yeah, I know it sounds really weird, but that's the only thing my body would digest. I remember one day I ate an apple and then chicken noodle soup and those two things destroyed me. I was sitting on the floor because of how much pain I was in. Those are days that that I don't want to relive and that I wouldn't wish upon anyone. And the craziest thing is that I was going to doctor after doctor after doctor and nobody knew what was wrong with me. I did tests and... It was just walking out of a doctor's office, having that sinking feeling in your chest that these people, these medical professionals don't even know what to tell you. I, I was hopeless. And then I went to a doctor and um, he was at UNC Chapel Hill. He took a blood test to see if I had celiac disease and the test came back inconclusive because in order to 
determine if you have celiac disease, you have to have measured the IgA in your blood. Well, that's when I found out I had IgA deficiency, which is an autoimmune disease which plays into a role in the mucus production in your body. So what that means for your digestion is that it's not really working too well. What they ended up doing is they treated me as if I had stomach ulcers. They lowered, they gave me medication that lowered the acidic levels in my stomach, and I started recovering. I started gaining weight back. And then at that time, my parents got separated. We moved back to New York, and I was living in my aunt's house with my mom, my brother, and all my cousins. So it was a stressful time in my life. And then, you know, senior year of high school at a new school, it was a good time had by all. But when I started gaining weight, that's when I started to hate myself again. I kind of fell back into that same loop. And I thought, well, when I couldn't eat, I lost weight really fast. And I really liked that. So, you know, at this point, the world around me was falling apart. Like I said, I just made the move back to New York. I was the new kid again. My parents just got separated. And I had no control over what was happening in my life. But I could control how much I ate. Or, in this case, how much I didn't eat. I thought I was fine. I really did. Every time I looked in the mirror, I was disgusted with the girl that stared back at me. I was miserable. When it was time to eat, I felt overwhelming anxiety. I secluded myself from everyone since social events always led to panic attacks. I was diagnosed with severe OCD, extreme anxiety, and depression. Now, I can't really give you a timeline here because... I honestly don't remember. I wasn't fully aware and fully awake at this point in my life. I kind of explained it as I was watching all of this happen from outside my body. It ended up getting to the point where I was doing four hours of cardio every day. It got to the point where those cardio sessions and those weight training sessions that I did, if I wasn't done with them in time for class and college... I would skip class. It was taking over my life. I remember days where if my calorie tracker exceeded 800 calories, I would add an extra hour of working out. Defining moment, I was on the MTA bus riding home from class and I couldn't eat an apple. Because I was so afraid to eat a fucking apple. I thought it was fine. Until one day I wasn't. My chest hurt so bad as I laid down to go to sleep. And I didn't think I'd wake up that morning. I remember going to bed that night and thinking, shit, I might not wake up tomorrow. And you know what? Honestly, I was okay with that. Because of how miserable I was. I literally didn't see a way out of the cycle that I was in. I could barely pick my body up. And walking around school, commuting to school, I felt like I was going to pass out all the time. Then one day my parents took me to the doctor. 
and apparently it was an eating disorder clinic, which I did not know until I got there. I stepped on the scale, and it said 89 pounds. And I woke the fuck up. Because last time I stepped on the scale, oh man, it was not 89 pounds. It was, it was about 130. So at that point, I was then admitted into the eating disorder outpatient program there at LIJ Hospital out in Long Island. And I was, I was there for, I think it was like two months. I went every single week. They weighed me. They told me what to eat. I, w- I felt like I was stuffing my face. And the craziest part about this is, I remember this so distinctly, is they were like, okay, there's going to be a nutritionist that help you. There's going to be a regular doctor. And then there's also going to be um, a psychiatrist or somebody to help you with, you know, like the therapy side of shit. Because let's be honest, guys, an eating disorder is more mental than it is physical. And if you don't believe that, then well, then you don't know anything about eating disorders. But the psychiatrist had just gotten pregnant, so she wasn't there. And then I never got any sort of therapy from that eating disorder clinic. Honestly, that eating disorder clinic, I they, they made me worse off, in my opinion, because I was I just felt like I was stuffing my face, and they weren't fixing the root of the problem. So one day. I went in for my appointment. I had been sick that week with the flu and I hadn't gained any weight, but I hadn't lost any weight. I didn't have an appetite, so I couldn't really eat too much since I was super sick, but the doctor freaked out at me. He screamed at me. And at that point in time, me and my mom decided we're going to do this on our own. And recovering from an eating disorder was the most difficult thing I have ever done in my entire life. And to be honest with you guys, It wasn't one and done. I relapsed, I think it was two times after that. Um, You know, I got into bodybuilding just to kind of mask my eating disorder a little bit. I competed and that kind of led to me falling back into my eating disorder habits. And even today, you know, I might be at a better weight. I'm still not at like the weight that I should be at for my height. I'm still pretty underweight, but I'm a lot better off mentally than I've ever been in my entire life because I have clarity on my mission in life and my purpose, and I have a passion for what I'm doing. But more than anything, I know that I can accomplish absolutely anything due to the discipline that I have with myself. And that's why I'm here today, to teach you guys how you can overcome your past, how you can overcome all the shit that's going on in your world because at the end of the day, we all struggle. We all have pain but we can all overcome it if we so desire to, and we get to decide that. But a lot of people focus on things that they can't control. I used to be there. You know, it's been a hell of a journey. It didn't just finish with, okay, I recovered from my eating disorder and now I'm fine. Hell no. I still have really bad days some days, but I never fall back into my old habits. I don't overexercise. I don't undereat. I follow the plan. Because I know how awful it feels to not follow that plan. Because I know that I am capable of so much more. And so are you. So that was just a little snippet of my story. Obviously, as the podcast continues, I'll throw more stuff in on my story and how it relates to what I'm teaching you guys. But today's mission, or not mission, but today's message for you is that no matter how dark it looks, no matter what, 
You can overcome anything. You just have to decide to take that first step to do it. Guys, now go out and make it a great day. Go out and do something today that's going to take you one step closer to your ideal life because nobody can do it for you and everything you want is on the other side of the work.